Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Brunch with Desby. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, as you know it. And I'm so excited to be with you this Sunday. Maybe. I don't know. Can you tell I've not done absolutely anything with myself today? And if you watch on YouTube, hello, you guys can tell I got some work done. And by work done, I mean I just got my lips done, which I was so excited to finally get my lips redone. If you guys remember back in like March, April, I went ahead and got all of my filler dissolved in my lips and kind of restarted. So I got like half a syringe, I think back in April. So I went back obviously months later to just get a little bit of a plump up and I probably, you know, won't touch them again for another like year or so. So I absolutely love getting my lips done. It's personally something I find gives me a little bit more confidence, a little bit more symmetry to the face. And genuinely for me, it's just something that makes me feel really good about myself. And guess what? I'm okay with that. <laughs> so I'm really excited to be chatting today. As you guys can tell, I have my new setup, my new mic. So I'm kind of getting used to it, but here I am. I'm trying to like put myself out there for you guys. You know what I mean? I'm trying to like be better. I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to look better. Obviously I'm trying to feel better. Look at me. I'm trying, I'm trying to be cool girl. Like, I, you know, I don't know. So this is all new, a new setup, new chairs. As of last week, I'm in a new spot. I'm on it. I'm on the up, opposite side of the room. Typically I'm not here. So again, if you're watching on YouTube, you're like, girl, you got a new background. Like, I think I'm liking this more. What do we think? You comment down below. Let me know what you guys think and we'll go from there. So like I said, got my lips done today. So you might be able to tell they're looking pretty plumpy and I'm obsessed. And the sad thing is they're swollen. And so in a couple days when the swollenness goes down, I'm going to be like, damn, I wish they were swollen again because you kind of fall in love with the look of them being swollen, which is like really odd, but it's very true. The other work I got done that I've been meaning to tell you guys, but I was kind of waiting for like a real feedback. Like I wanted to really see how I was feeling and how I ended up shaking out. So last month before my photo shoot, I went and got my Botox touched up. So I just get a little, you know, a little bink, 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 a little bink, bink, a little bink in my brow, brow, like frown line in my forehead. And then just a little bit on like my, where like you would get like crow's feet very much preventative. Like I don't have a lot of natural like wrinkling, but the beauty behind Botox is that you're not using these muscles in the face, right? To where you need less the younger you are. And then as you get older, you're still going to need less and less because you've kind of done the preventative work, right? Now you can get some really great results with awesome skincare, such as like retinoids, vitamin C, niacinamide, hyaluronic acid, etc. But Botox obviously just takes the neurotoxins to like the next level. So I've always had this really insecure part of my face and it's my chin. It was always this side of my chin. And whenever I smiled, I had kind of like this, like what I thought was like kind of a calcium buildup when I smile. Now, when I was little, I like fell off of a chair and I hit it really hard. So that's what I always kind of thought it was. As I gotten older, I noticed it more and more. I'm like, what the hell? That's so weird. So I've gone to a few different like um, Botox people, injectors. And I'm like, should I get filler here? Like, I don't know what's going on. And every time they've like thought about it, I'm like, you know what? No, 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 I don't, I don't want filler in my face. Like fill my lips. Don't fill my face. So I went to this new injector who I really love. She's over, um, in inspirations med spa. This is in Portage. 
Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, her name's Darla. Like how darling? Darla. She's so sweet. She's an older woman. She's had so much experience. I really love her. So I went to her to get my Botox touched up. It's the first time getting injected by her. And I told her about my little chin issue. So because of her experience, because of her knowledge of anatomy as well, because she has been a nurse in some pretty high stress situations for so many years, she was like, yeah, it looks like this muscle in your face, which could be due to sleeping, the way you eat, et cetera, yada, yada, is stronger than this side. So she put just like a little boop of Botox, barely anything. Like she's like, you would never even know I did it, but it was just enough to round out my chin and allow these muscles to just relax. It has not affected my speech. It's not affected my daily life, you know, nothing at all. I wouldn't even known that I got it done, but I'm so much more confident. It's, and it's crazy. Like you, you wouldn't know, but I'll, I'll have to put a photo on brunch with Desby today. It's not something that you would look at me before and be like, oh yeah, like you were ugly. Like it not, it wasn't anything to do like that. But for me, I felt like I could only smile from, you know, we all have our good side, but I felt like I couldn't like smile any other way without it being like, very obvious. And again, I'll have to show you a photo because once you see it, you'll never unsee it. So then like the other part of me is like, do I ever actually want to show you guys? Because <laughs> you're always going to see it um, like moving forward, but fuck it. I don't care. So I've really enjoyed that. And I had to share that with you guys because it's such an important lesson that like, if you're going somewhere for Botox or whatever filler and someone just wants to put filler in your face, please reevaluate and see if there's other options. So for example, Botox like wears off, like our body naturally burns it off. If you got Botox one time and you're like, I hate it, never want it again, you can get rid of it, right? Filler doesn't just like leave. So you would have to get filler like fully dissolved, you know, stuff like that. And you don't want to just be putting filler in your face. That's scary as fuck. So those were two little things in my life that you absolutely didn't care about, but I wanted to share because guess what? It's my podcast and I make the rules. So again, happy Sunday. We had a packed weekend last weekend. You guys might've saw on Friday, I was awarded the Keystone Early Career Award. And this is from my alma mater, Western Michigan University. So I was honored to have received this award in layman's terms. And it is, a, it is an award that you're nominated for based off of you know your accolades, what you have done since being an alumni, what you continue to do, what the forecast for your future is, you know, X, Y, Z, right? So I had one of you guys actually out there who nominated me. I don't want to like say your name in case you want to stay, you know, low key, but this person had been following me for a while and always, you know, when this award would come up, she's like, Des deserves this award. And it was this year that she acted on it. So with that being said, I then had a ton of other people write in like letters of recommendation and X, Y, Z. And it's a pretty like pristine award. Like I'm the youngest one to win it. And I'm the only person to win it. Who's like quite literally like not a doctor, like a PhD. So it's funny. You have all these like biographies of these people who won. And then it's like Desiree Pfeiffer. And then, you know, it's like, I make YouTube videos and podcasts and, you know, it's just funny. We just live in a different day and age. Right. And that's totally fine. But I'm definitely, uh, you know, a defining moment for this award. So I was able to go to that Friday and also see Wyatt, which I haven't seen him in like two weeks. He's been rehabilitating his back, like I mentioned last episode. So we got to hang out and then he left again for Detroit to finish up his rehabilitation. So fingers crossed that we are really crossing over the border of, shall we call it bodily stress, like consistent bodily stress. I really hope that he's going to be able to heal and, and be back to like his normal self, which he hasn't been in like years. So fingers crossed. Other than that, guess what else we had? <laughs> just guess, just guess, just guess. Yeah, we had the Eras Tour in theater. So by the time this is live, I am going tonight 
tonight to see the Eras Tour in fucking theater. I'm so excited. Like, I don't know if it takes a certain crowd to enjoy theater, like to enjoy the theaters, number one, but then to also enjoy watching concerts. I have always loved documentaries, series, et cetera, or even just purely concert performances that are recorded. Is that a special person? Like, do you guys find joy in that too? Is it just a special special part of the population that enjoys that? I personally have always enjoyed it. However, I love music. Like I really, in my other life, like I was a pop star. I was a musician. I was a songwriter. I was a singer. Like music means a lot to me, which is weird because it has nothing to do with what I do in my life, but it, it is very important in my life. So I love watching documentaries in concerts on stage and stuff like that. So for me, the Eras Tour was exciting because it gives you the ability to watch this concert without the stress of being around like millions of people, maybe hundreds of thousands, let's call it that. Let's be honest, concerts sometimes nowadays can be a little bit scary. Now I will say when I went to the Eras Tour both times, I felt no fear besides when I was walking out or walking in. So like pre-concert, post-concert, I had a little bit of anxiety of just like who could be outside the stadium knowing what's going on and trying to ruin it in a very catastrophic way, right? I got stressed, okay? Going into theaters, I also get a little bit stressed. And I think that's maybe common for a lot of us nowadays, you know, just hoping that we have a good, safe experience. But hopefully with the vibe of the Swifties, this will be a safe concert going experience while being able to be in theaters, sitting on my ass, reclining chairs, popcorn, snacks, maybe a drink. And what a fun experience. I get to go to a concert without actually going to a concert, sit in a comfortable chair that reclines. And then I also get to have whatever snacks I want. That sounds like a banger to me. You know what I mean? So AMC theaters. Thank you. Taylor Swift. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. So that is tonight. And I I will be posting about it. I don't plan on wearing anything extravagant. However, I will be documenting how many girls are dressed up because for a lot of girlies out there, this is their era's tour and I'm okay with it. Okay, you go off little queen, you go off little queen. Other exciting things that I got, and I meant to share this a few weeks ago, I did end up getting tickets to go see Olivia Rodrigo this coming March. So it's kind of my, you know, 29th birthday present to myself. Do you guys realize I'm gonna be 29? That is crazy. I know we just talked last week about not like wanting to rush into like our 30s and stuff. I don't wanna be negative. but I'm ready to wrap this shit up. You know what I mean? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap up the twenties. Let's put a little fucking bow on it and just kick it out the fucking door. FedEx, take it back. Amazon return. You know, I don't want my twenties back. Uh, There's been so much growth, but there's also, I think that's the thing is there's, there's almost been too much growth. I'm tired of growing. I want to relax and I want to be, I want to be content. I'm tired of hustling. You know what I mean? Like I, I want a little like PTO. I want a little, um, paid time off. I want to be able to make money without working. Don't we all? (laughs) I'm like, when does that happen? Okay. So that is my 29th birthday uh, present to myself. I'm going with a girl named Vanessa, who she's been a part of the DBFT community. She's been a coach client before, done plans, et cetera. She's a mom. We get it. We both love Olivia. Um, So it'll be really fun. With that, Olivia has been making the news as well because she has obviously um, released like extra, maybe like a deluxe vinyl edition of Guts. It's been one month a little over a month now since Guts released. And it is quite literally probably my favorite album that has come out this year. Besides like Speak Now, Taylor's version, but like, let's be honest, like it already came out. 1989 is on its way as well. But again, overall new album, I think Olivia is 
amazing, a lyrical princess, and I absolutely love it. So happy one month, Guts. Happy one month, okay? I've not been actually keeping up much with pop culture, so you guys are going to have to kind of give me a little bit of a lowdown of what's going on. The only thing I've really noticed in the news lately is that Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas finally settled with their mediation of their divorce as well as their kind of like child what is it? Child, I kept wanting to say child support, um, custody, child custody. I did not look into the details on that. Other people have been in the news lately. Jax from Vanderpump Rules found himself in some more drama as always. I have not watched that show in so long. I was on like season five and I think I just got so burnt out because it was just like constant drama and stress. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, I'm going to check out for a little bit. And then I've obviously gotten back into reading, which we will talk about in a second. Leading into Vanderpump, we did also see Ariana. I feel like I always say her name wrong. Is it Ariana or Ariana? I think it's Ariana. Maddox, right? She's been on Dancing with the Stars. She's been doing pretty well. Um, I think she's been doing really great. Jamie Lynn Spears was kicked off. Fuck yeah. Like literally week one. A lot of people said that Britney Spears supporters called in or like maybe vote, like purposely not voted for or like called in to eliminate her. I don't know. Regardless, I thought that was funny because I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I can't stand that bitch. And I don't know a thing about her. I want to make that very clear. I don't know a thing about Jamie Lynn and I just fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, and I will consistently just be an unknown hater. Like I, I will fully admit, I don't know a damn thing, but fuck you. You know what I mean? So moving forward into where I was going with that, talking about Jamie Lynn Spears, I fell down this rabbit hole recently of Britney Spears documentaries, Britney Spears music videos, Um, Britney Spears, like full, like hour and a half long segments from some of these YouTubers, just really deciphering Britney Spears and like her eras and how she came to be and all this stuff. As a a person born in 1995, Britney Spears was before I could really like articulate music deeply, right? So like a lot of people who are maybe a couple years older than me, I would say like Britney Spears brought them through their teen years, you know, or something like that. For me, it was like, okay, like I'm, you know what, maybe like six, seven, eight, maybe nine, you know, like it, it was young for me, but I always had the hit clips. If you guys remember hit clips, I always had the hit clips of like baby one more time, maybe oops, I did it again. Whatever ones I had, uh, Christina Aguilera, I had NSYNC, I had Backstreet Boys. Hit clips were the shit. Hit clips were the shit. I would argue Apple iPods ripped off hit clips 100%. So From there, I fell down this hole of just like where she came from, which I didn't really ever like understand or know before. Like we all know like Mickey Mouse Club. We all know this. I didn't realize the slew of kids that came from Mickey Mouse Club in that early like 90s, 2000s timeframe, like Christina Aguilera, Selena Gomez. Well, she was a little bit later. Sorry, but um, Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears. Fuck, there were some other ones. So it was a really good documentary. I'll try to find it and link it on Brunch with Desby. This girl did it really good on YouTube. Um, just so intricate. It was amazing. But regardless, I didn't realize like the star power that really came. So fast forward, I then watch like all these interviews where she is just like so harassed. And like, again, how it was okay back then, right? Like it's hard to go back and be like, oh, cancel this person who did this interview because it's like, at that time, we didn't know any better. So like to bring up stuff from so far ago, we can look at it and be like, that was fucked up. But I'm not going to sit here and also say like that person's a piece of shit because at the end of the day, at that time, they were doing what was normal, you know? And again, I'm glad that we can then look at how we've evolved where we don't 
have that, you know, anymore or whatever. So anyway, she's like getting harassed in these interviews. And then moving forward, she starts dating Justin Timberlake and in the time frame just goes on, right? So all of a sudden here we are, what was it? 2008, she shaves her head. Things just start going down, down South. So I went on a bridge last night, a bridge to Terabithia where I found myself in Britney Spears land. I'm watching all her music videos. And I looked back at one more time, some of her live performances, et cetera. And number one, I was like, she's always lips. She's always lip synced, synced, whatever. I don't think she's ever been a real performer. Like, am I wrong for that? Like you tell me, but all the live performances I watched where it was like VMAs or concert that she did, it didn't seem like she was actually singing. Now it could have been just poor quality, like concert footage, but it didn't sound like it. Now there was one video I watched where she did the song, the way you make me feel the way you make me feel. I think something it really turns me on something like that. Right. I think I'm, I'm losing it. But she sang that song and duetted it with Michael Jackson on stage. That was a crazy concert experience to look back on. So I watched that. That one sounded like she could have been like live. But regardless, I'm going through this. And so then I make it to, what was it? Like 2000, it was like six years ago, 2016, 2015. There was a VMA, I think, performance where she won the, the ma, 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 medallion award or something, right? Like most, you know, experienced and successful pop industry stars, whatever. And her performance was the most uncomfortable fucking thing I've ever watched in my whole life. I will have to, again, I'll have to link it on brunch with Desby uh, today on Sunday. So you guys can watch it. It was so uncomfortable. And this was post like head shave. She's in her conservatorship, etc. She was like sprinting around the stage She just looked so uncomfortable. She was still performing, but like she literally looked like a robot. I cannot even express how uncomfortable it made me to watch it. Like I was like, and we didn't help this girl this many years ago. So anyways, going down the rabbit hole, I continue to watch it. And I'm just like, wow, she was so talented. So talented. Like just this young girl who isn't she lucky, got lucky, okay? And then she just went south. Like, and again, she, I shouldn't say she went south. We, we, as in like maybe society, her family, et cetera, made her go south. You know what I mean? Like unrecognized mental health issues that were just swept under the rug. And that's why you should use BetterHelp Code Desby. podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the, to the top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, 
I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. But it just made me sad. Um, so then I went on a spiral of, again, the same YouTuber. I wish I remembered her name. Is it like Mila? I keep wanting to say Tila, Tila, Tia Tequila, but it's not that. But it was something Tequila, the username of the YouTuber. And again, I'll have to find it for you guys because she was so good at breaking down all these. I then watched the downfall of Amanda Bynes, um, the behind the scenes of Hillary Duff. And there was one other young pop star who this girl did a series on as well. And it was just so eye-opening to how child stars are kind of bred and where they end up going. And it made me kind of think, you know, we talked last week about the Kardashians and how I'm like, I wonder if they wake up like grateful, you know, like, oh, like I'm so grateful for my billions of dollars. And then I went on to say how certain things I wish I had before, nowadays I don't think I would want, you know what I mean? And so then it made me think of these people who are, are child stars and they're developed so early. They're made to be their own bosses so early. And oftentimes they don't have a true support system behind them to kind of keep them grounded. And it made me so sad for them because at what point do you trade in your childhood? Like I think of my childhood and I would say up until like ninth grade, like when I started high school, I had a great childhood. Ninth grade is when I feel like you just become sort of a mini adult. And so things you start realizing, you know, you can make mistakes. You can um, hurt people's feelings. People can hurt your feelings. Like, I just feel like you become a little bit more aware of like life. But like as a kid, so like just say, for instance, eighth grade and below, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want millions of eyes on me. I wouldn't, you know what I mean? I did so much dumb shit and like, not even like dumb where if other people knew, they'd be like, yeah, I was a kid too. But stuff that as a, as a celebrity, you would never get away with, right? So we think of Britney Spears. She really stepped into the limelight, not just as a kid, but really started, you know, doing a ton of press and movies and music videos and stuff as like a teenager, 15 years old, 16 years old. Hillary Duff started at 15 years old. Um, Lizzie McGuire, stuff like that. Can you imagine like your 15, 14, whatever old self, like, on TV for millions of viewers. Take that even further. Britney Spears was playing herself, right? Hillary Duff at least was like a character. Take it further to again, like we explore families like the Duggars. We explore families like John and Kate plus eight. Um, we dis- we discover TLC families such as like Plathville, stuff like that. I couldn't imagine growing up on television. Like I think it would be the most embarrassing thing ever, especially because like every time you look back at your old self, you're going to cringe and it's going to be like, oh my God, I wish that wasn't out there for everyone to have forever. So I don't think we often understand the complexity of like what people sign up for, for fame and what you sign up for when you're even like on a TV show one time or whatever. There's this girl I used to follow on TikTok. I deleted TikTok, so I don't know. 
her name was like, she's good friends with Buff Bunny, I think, actually. I think her name is like Sarati. Sounds crazy, but I swear to fucking God, that's her name. S-A-R-A-T-I, like S-A-R-I-A-T-I, Sarati. Anyway, she's this like cute, really, I don't know if she's really tall. Compared to Heidi, she's really tall. Blonde. Um, She has a kid now. I think she was even pregnant again. I don't know because I don't keep up with her now. I'm not on TikTok, but I was watching Cody Ko's video the other day and it was um, his new favorite show because he does like a lot of reaction videos. So it was like his new favorite show, um, Love at First Kiss. Says it's on his channel. Again, probably by this time, it's like two weeks old almost. This girl, Sarati, was on the show. This show aired in the early 2000s. And here's this clip he just resurfaced of her. I've never seen this clip of her. I've never even seen it on TikTok. So even TikTokers like, or, you know, supporters of her might not have ever known that she was even on that show either. So anyways, she is kissing someone for the first time. They walk into the room and they kiss. They decide to go on a date. It's like a really weird show that he was making fun of it. How it was like, just so crazy to look back at how like we did a show like that, but like she was on it, right? Her now self she would probably hate for that clip to be going around on the internet. She looks completely different. Um, she's younger. She went on this like silly show, like, you know, stuff like that, where you just like, don't realize putting yourself out there. I mean, even I look at some of my old YouTube videos, um, and I cringe. I'm like, Oh my God. Like I was just young. I it, like, nothing's like stupid, but you're just like, Oh, like I hate that. That's like existing out there. I couldn't imagine then having millions of followers for people to consistently like pick it apart. It's kind of like every time people get bored and decide to like bring up people's past and they're like, Hey, every couple of years, I'm going to resurface that you did this to someone or whatever. It's like, who cares? You know, whatever. So anyways, it just gets me like stressed for them. And then full circle here is that I did a deep dive on Britney that led me to a spiral of my own of like child stars. And I so badly wish I could like interview a child star. Like I want to know the ins and the outs of like being on Disney, being in front of thousands of people, fuck millions of people. How do you keep your sanity? Do you resent your parents? Like, I mean, there's just so many questions that I, I have. So if you're a child star and you're listening, come come on my podcast. I'm going to have an email from like one person who's like, I once did a JC Penny commercial, you know, I'm like, um, okay. So anyways, it was a, it was a fun week for me, but outside of that, honestly, I've only been really reading. I haven't had a ton of time to deep dive into the news, deep dive into pop culture. I've been very busy on my own end. As I mentioned last week, how I'm hiring, trying to find a virtual assistant, trying to find a new merch designer, trying to hire new coaches where I'm doing a lot of backend work um, behind the scenes, just like internally. So I've been hella fucking busy. Okay. Um, mommy's been working, you know what I mean? So I've been busy doing that. And then on top of that, um, I just, I haven't had the extra mental energy. Like by the time I go to bed at night after single mom in it all day, I'm like, you know, I don't really want to spend time in taking like news in pop culture, but I will say, and this is the only thing I'm going to say because I've said it on Brunch with Desby and I'll say it here again and I know a week has passed, but if you are someone affected by the violent acts on Israel, I do want to send my love to you in whichever way you are affected. Um, you know, I, I don't think I'm educated enough to say, oh, like good guy, bad guy, et cetera. Like I literally don't know what's going on and that is not to 
I hate that I have to use the word like I'm ignorant, but I do not intake the news. Like I don't, I find it as a source of like constant stress and anxiety for me. And I need to take care of myself and I need to take care of my family. And so I just don't stay up to date and educated on topics that I hate to say like, don't involve me, but like it, it's not like in the USA, it's not in my state of Michigan. Like it, in my everyday life, do I see this affecting my life? So it's kind of like in an, in the, I don't mean for this to sound terrible. It's just like my blinders are on, right? Like I'm like, okay, are my kids okay? Am I fed? Are my kids fed? Okay. My house hasn't burned down today. Slay. I'm going to go to bed. So I haven't had the time to always stay up to date on these topics and to be quite blatant and transparent. It's not my responsibility to, you know, you guys as listeners are here for fun. We're here to talk talk pop culture. We're here to chat about life. We're here to cry together. We're here to shoot the shit. I am not here to educate you on the news. I'm not here to educate you on historical topics besides Britney Spears shaving your head and child SARS to where if you're coming here expecting me to make like this huge statement of like, oh, like I stand here, whatever. I literally don't know what's going on. The only thing that I know is regardless of where you're at, regardless of your personal description of what these events are and what's going on. If you are affected and many people just in general are, I feel for you. I stand with you and I'm sorry. And I wish that we could, you know, always just like, you know, peace, world, love, you know, whatever, but we can't. Um, so I'm always going to respect emotions that anyone is going to have, but I'm not the news and I never want to be. That's why I never went into broadcasting. That's why I'm a podcaster. That's why I fuck around here. And I don't have the resources to like, you know, rattle off what the fuck's going on. So regardless, I will say it once my heart is with you. My heart's with anyone affected. My heart's with anyone who just is affected by seeing the affected, you know, like for me to see these children and these families just like running for their lives, like that is terrible. Regardless of stance, regardless of politics, religion, gender, identity, ethics, I don't even know, whatever that is not okay. That is so fucking sad and should like, no one should have to go through that. So all news aside, that is not okay. You know what I mean? So my heart is with you. And I do just want to say that because I'm sure there's a lot of you out there who, you know, are of Jewish descent or are of whatever the other descent is Palestine. I don't see like, I can't even speak about it, but regardless, if you're affected, my heart is there with you. And that's all I want to say. Um, and I want to say that respectfully. Um, And I want to move on from it because again, this is my slice of the world where we get to bring light and excitement. I don't want you guys to have to come to every episode of everything you listen to this week or every influencer's page that you follow this week and just constantly be bombarded with this like statement of like, I stand, you know, whatever. It's like, we just don't always need to like stand, you know, like at some point it's like, I just want to be an escape. And that's what I, that's what I want to be. Sorry. I don't want to be the news. And I don't, I don't really like know how else to say that without sounding like a bitch. It's just some people would probably argue, well, you have a platform, you should use it, you know, whatever it's like, but so does president Biden. He has a platform. He can fucking use it. I don't need to fucking use jack shit. Okay. I'm here sharing my workouts and laughing and doing a PPG in the car. Okay. So if that, if you, that's you, if you want to say, oh, you have a platform, use it. I've, I've used it. I've used it before and I've still been damn near canceled for shit I've said. So I'm just like not saying shit anymore. 
Cool. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, in terms of reading, I'm on Akamafaf. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't fucking know the acronyms. Okay. A court of mist and fury. Akamaf. A court of mist and um, Akamaf. I'm on Akamaf. Halfway through. I have not gotten to this like smutty part of the book that people are talking about yet. I just got to the point where Fayer, and I'm sorry, I'm still fucking calling her that. I know you guys are like, her name's Feyre or Farah, whatever. No, Fayer. Like, sorry, that sounds so much better. It sounds so cool. Fayer <laughs> is with Reeland, Ryland, Reesland, Reese, whatever the fuck his name is too. Okay. I don't know. And I don't care at this point. It is up to me to interpret the book how I want. All right. So anyway, she's with him. She just left Tasmania or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, Tamlin. <laughs> There's so many names. Okay. So she just left and like is now basically like in the night quarter in the spring quarter, or whatever. Um, I'm kind of paraphrasing and trying to figure out all the fucking names. It's still like new when you're like reading it so fast, you're like, okay, what was that one again? And that one and that one. So now she's kind of like training her powers with him, continuing to kind of have this like odd sexual tension. Like, listen, I know that they're going to end up banging. You know, like I know that she's falling in love with Reland or whatever the fuck his name was. And I think it's because like he created some form of like bond with her when they, he like linked them in under the, under the mountain. And I called it right away. Like when that happened, I was like, there's no way they're not going to be a part of each other's lives forever. Like there's something. So then when she like died, all of the, all of the, you know, powers from these different high, high phase went into her or whatever. So I knew that there was going to be something going on. So basically they're just like waiting to, for someone to make the move. Like they're waiting that like, she doesn't necessarily like want to, or like, she's kind of, I think pushing it back in her head of like, Oh no, I don't want that. I don't want that. But then he's kind of like, like, I know you want it, you know, like anyway, so they're like closely connected and I do like it, but that's kind of where I'm at. They're just like, they're starting to train her for war is basically where I'm at. So I'm very much at like this pivotal point in the book where I have to read a couple more chapters to start that drama happening again, but I'm just kind of getting the lay of the land of like what this new chapter is for her, no pun intended. So I'm really loving it though. I've read this second book a little bit slower because I haven't had a lot of like free time. But when I was on the plane, dude, I read that shit in like three and a half hours. Like, it's such a good book. The first one, A Court of Thorns and Roses, Akatar, Akamaf, whatever. Anyways, it's been really good. And I know a lot of people are mentioning reading her next fucking something, Glass Ceilings, Glass Throne, something like that. Anyway, I hear you. I see you. Would love to read it. Um, I'm just like working at a slower pace now because I have to balance everything else. In terms of watches, we had The Golden Bachelor, as always, Kardashians, as always, Plathville, as always. Other than that, I've not really watched a lot of TV, um, again, because I've just been, like, working, or when I do have time, I found myself maybe wanting to read instead of actually watch TV. So I've just kept up with that, and of course, like, Cody Ko's YouTube videos. It's literally all I've been doing, but I do find that, again, The Golden Bachelor has just, like, really stolen my heart, which my reel on Instagram went viral last week. Well, now two weeks ago. I posted it, and it was, like, you know, got a couple hundred likes. It was funny, super funny. And then all of a sudden, like six days later, the views were at like 10,000. And all of a sudden I have like 1300 likes. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Now it's at like 101,000 likes reached like 1.3 million people. And I've only, I only gained like 200 followers. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy to me how many people nowadays, like we, we just scroll. So like, you don't even think about following people anymore. 
Like, because maybe you also like, you might reoccurringly see them in your feed anyway. So like, you're not following them, but you see their stuff all the time. So anyways, it would, I was like, fuck y'all. You know what I mean? Support my small podcast, you know? Um, but regardless, um, it was a really funny episode. They ended up getting dressed up like for like a wedding, which I hate it when the bachelor does that. One of the girls started crying because she like thought about the last time she had her wedding dress on was with her husband, her late husband who had passed away. A lot of these women are widows and it's fucking sad. Like it's fucking sad. I can't imagine a world without Wyatt, not to get like morbid, but like to experience the loss of a partner, I literally cannot imagine. And especially at like an old age where again, this idea in society is like, oh, you won't find love again. Like broke my heart. So Golden Bachelor, hats off. Keeping up with the Kardashians, pretty good episode. Um, you know, we're getting a little bit more insight on Tristan, him and Chloe. Chloe standing firm in her ground that they're not together. I wish Kylie, I still, I'll say it every time, I wish Kylie had her own show. I would just watch Kylie all day. There's something so mysterious about her and something that I just want to watch and watch and watch. Like, do you guys remember when Kylie did her show at one point? I forgot what it was called, but she had her own show kind of during her like King Kylie era. And it was so fun to watch. There's just something about her that it's like, I want to just watch what you're doing. I don't know how to explain it. So anyways, other than that, we, we watched Plathville, just traumatic all around. Um, Plathville is the most addictingly fucked up show I've ever watched. Like group of like crazy fundamentalist parents. Then they get split up now. Now all of their morals are morals and values are crazy. One of the girls on the show, Mariah, she was like this like sweet blonde angel. And now she has like bleach blonde hair, tattoos everywhere, which, hey, I'm not judging, but I will say, <laughs> I wish her art looked a little bit better. You know, like it looks like she just went to like maybe not the best shop and like her tattoo choice was just like, it could have been better for her aesthetic is what I'm saying. Like, I think she looks cute, but- I think her, it could have been better. Sorry. Oh my God. I'm such a bitch, but like, please go look at her tattoos and like, tell me like, she's a cute girl. And like, I just wish her ink like looked better for her. That's all I'm saying. Like, I wish whoever did it just quite honestly did better. You know what I mean? So then we have like Olivia and Ethan who like just at this point, and I'm again, I'm not like pro divorce, like, you know, work through your shit, whatever. But at this point you get divorced. I'm so sorry. This is the most traumatic like relationship I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's so terrible on TV. Like, and I, and I know they'll make like editors cuts and whatever, but they're pretty much an oversharing family. And it is just like not a healthy dynamic. Like, I don't think they like probably have sex at all. I don't think that they even like to like hold hands. Like it is just not a loving relationship. And it, it, is very sad. Like, I think they could all be, they could both be so much better off, but also who wants to announce a divorce on a television series where like season one was when they got married. So like they're in season four or five, but like they got married season one. Like who wants to just like get divorced on the same seasons? You Like I get it. They're trying. And I, again, give them hats off to that, but like, they're both just so young and it, they're so unhappy. It's, it's nuts. It, and I try not to like completely judge because who are we to know what's really going on, right? It's, it's still reality TV. However, if you're going to put your shit out there like that, you're allowing me to judge it. And I'm going to leave it at that. You know what I mean? So Plathville, it's a great show. You guys should watch it. I watch it on YouTube TV. Like I just type in Plathville and I watch the reruns. Kardashians is on Hulu. 
Golden Bachelor I watch on Hulu um, or YouTube TV when it's live. And that's really all I've been watching. I did kind of dabble into the Netflix um, top 10 category this past week. All of them are fucking terrifying. Like all of these shows are terrifying. There was one I, I saw, um, it was called Nowhere. I didn't watch it, but it was like a pregnant woman figures out how to live at sea trapped on top of a shipping container. Like, what are we, what are we writing anymore? You know, like, are we that fucking bored? It's crazy. So anyways, a lot of really good shows. I'm hoping to watch this coming weekend, like maybe having a little movie day with Wyatt. He is coming to visit. Again, by the time you watch this, he will have visited already. So I'm hoping maybe we can watch a movie or two and kind of catch up on something good. But if you guys have any recommendations, also let me know. Next up in the wellness corner, I did just want to touch on my skincare real quick because bitch, my skin is fucking glass right now. Okay. Like my skin has not looked this good probably since I was pregnant. And I'm going to literally tell you what I think it is. Number one, my skincare routine. Like I did, I took out a lot. Like I'm using the bare minimum. I'm still using Tula. I dabble in a few drunk elephant products, but my overall skincare like still remains Tula. It's just not using as much, not doing as many steps, just keeping it simple. Number one, that's for sure. But number two, seriously, energy drinks. Like I realized, and I kind of used a timeline of like when my acne started acting back up and my energy drink consumption, My skin always glows during pregnancy as a lot of women's do. But when you have acneic skin, meaning you are very prone to breakouts, the additional biotin and B12 that energy drinks have is only going to disrupt that hormonal pattern of acne even more. This is said through and through by so many different dermatologists. So if you are someone having natural, like really bad breakouts consistently, I want you to take a step back and honestly look at your energy drink consumption. This is not saying energy drinks are the devil. This is not saying you should not have energy drinks. It's just how often are you taking them, drinking them, whatever you want to say. So when I looked at my timeline, postpartum for the first, you know, six to 12 months, I still didn't drink energy drinks as often because guess what? I was breastfeeding. Well, once I was done breastfeeding, my energy drink consumption would maybe go up. All of a sudden I'm seeing worse skin. At the time I was also taking my Nutrafol. Um, I was also taking like a daily vitamin. And when I looked on the back of those labels, as I mentioned a couple months ago, I realized how much additional B12 and biotin I was taking because it was also in my supplements. So here I am doubling up on biotin and B12, which are terrible for acneic skin, which at the end of the day I have acne prone skin. I have changed my skin to be a little bit more combination over the years since I've really resurfaced it. But overall, I still have acne prone skin. So taking those out, taking out those 200 milligrams of caffeine from my Alani, I have used the mini cans of Alani, maybe, maybe had Shit, I maybe only have one to two energy drinks a week now, meaning like maybe one full one, one mini one. And again, I have seen such a change in my fucking skin for real. And those are the only real changes I've made to where I can like truly put a true north of like what has changed my skin. And it has been that. So I'm so serious. Again, I'm not saying you can't have energy drinks. I'm not saying I'm not going to have energy drinks, et cetera, but I'm going to be a little bit more and continue to be a little bit more aware of when I'm having them and how often, which again, I feel like I have a really good handle on it. So if you're someone who you usually like burn through your 12 pack of cherry slush, like overnight, think of this as a positive. Hey, 
my energy drinks are going to last longer because I'm not going to be drinking them as often. But really try that. I'm telling you, give yourself like four weeks. That's the only thing you change. Don't change anything else. Just lower your energy drink consumption. If you're finding that you have acne prone skin and you're finding that you're getting like worse breakouts, do it for four weeks. Do it for me. Do it for four weeks. Please give me a heads up. I'm excited to hear from you. Um, Other product launches, other corner. uh, We have Paragon launch last week, the form collection which I actually really loved. I'm just, I'm going to be so honest. And I've said this over and over. I'm so fucking sick of the color patterns we're having. Okay. Like we're constantly in like neutral colors. It's just like blues, grays, blacks, like dark, like canyony colors. I'm tired of it. You know what I mean? Like I need, I need a switch up and I have a feeling something's coming. Okay. So just believe in that. I am actually wearing Paragon today. I really did love, um, this launch that they had a couple months ago. It was kind of like almost like a Heather, like space dye look. Um, it's really cute. Anyways, we also had Petula a couple weeks ago, as always the feel good collection. I'm actually wearing an an old Petula zip up, but still their lounge collections are always so good. Peter Thomas Roth eye gels as always on sale. We had prime day last week. I hope you guys got some goodies. I shared a few goodies, but you know, I'm not like a huge like blogger, you know, like I'm not going to like link, 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 but I'm definitely going to, you know, link. That's all I'm going to say, you know? So I enjoy it. And if you guys choose to support me, shop through those links, you use my codes, etc. Just know it means the world to me. Okay. It allows me to stay at home with my kids. It allows me to do this podcast for fucking free. And it allows me to continue to build what I want to build with like DBFT and stuff. So I appreciate you guys so much for it. With that being said, let's actually do a little transparency moment. Oh, by the way, I'm back on Snapchat. Isn't that so funny? We should all be Snapchat friends. Look, I'm going to, I'm going to post a Snapchat right now. Oh, it's on a filter. How do I do that? Okay. I just took a photo. I said brunch with Desby in 20 years. Can you see it? Oh my God. I'll try to zoom in on it. So funny. Um, yeah. So I'm back on Snapchat, um, which is really fun. I don't know why I did it. I was on my app the other day or I was on my apps like to um, update them, you know, whatever. And it was like Snapchat popped up and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Why? Why not? You know, that's really all it comes down to it. Okay. So let's go ahead and go over, which by the way, I do plan to have a YouTube video up this week. Um, just a little sit down, just a little chat with you guys, but I do want to catch up there. And I know some of you guys were like really sad last week when I talked about um, giving up YouTube and you're like, Oh, I miss your, like, I love your videos, but I understand whatever. When I feel like I'm going to hold it to myself to try to make two videos a month. Like, I think that's easy. I can do one little fun, sit down with you guys. I can do one full day of eating. Like it's just, it'll be good. I just think dedicating it to like weekly vlogs, like for me, not being just a sole YouTuber, that's a lot to do. And I don't like, (laughs) I don't like live a very like exciting life. You know, like I'm wiping asses half the day. Um, and so I feel like with my kids too, like in their age, I don't ever want to make my kids like the center of my content. Like I try really hard not to. So like with their age that they are right now, they just involve so much attention that I want to make sure I can be their mom and not just like a YouTuber. Does that make sense? Okay. Transparency moment. Here we are brunch with Desby. We have 78 new subscribers. 1,375 subscribers. Yeah, guys. And we have made in the past 28 days, $32 and 63 cents. So thank you guys. How much fun. Let's see. Okay. So, 
Oh, last week's video got copyrighted. What the fuck? I'm so tired of that shit. Listen, I want to make my money. That's so, an- I can't. Sorry, I'm just screenshotting that so that I can I can know if we get better, you know, month over month. So that's kind of the vibe for this week. I wanted to do just a few advice with Desbies. I, I love doing these. These are like my favorite segments and I wish that I had more time, but I've already been talking for 49 minutes. <laughs> Okay, so maybe we won't do advice with Desby this week. Let's like wrap up with like a little synopsis. Um, Because 49 minutes of me just like just shooting the shit. I mean, half the time we were talking about Britney Spears and the shit that she's gone through. But you know what? While I'm thinking about it, let me try to find these videos while I'm on here that I have watched recently because you guys need to watch these like for real. Okay, let's see. It's so funny. Half of the stuff that I'm watching is um, Bluey, Spider-Man, Bluey, Cody Ko, Olivia Rodrigo, Cody Ko again. Okay, let me look up my Britney Spears. Another show I actually watched on YouTube as well was about the downfall of John and Kate plus eight. That was a fucked up one as well. Okay, here we go. So what I have watched... Oh, here we go. Okay, so her name is... Mila Tequila, Mila Tequila, the eras of an icon, Britney Spears. That was one that she made that I watched Jordan fringe, the wild side of MTV in the two thousands. That was a good one as well. And then Mila Tequila, the Amanda Bynes story. She did a part one and a part two and the deep dive podcast or deep dive. Sorry. Destroyed by Fame, The Jessica Simpson Story, The Deep Dive Podcast, The Twisted World of Hillary Duff, and Jay Aubrey, The Toxic Fame of John and Kate, A Family Cursed by Reality TV. So the Deep Dive channel, they are, so like their recent ones they've done, The Olsen Twins, um, Secret World of Mary-Kate and Ashley, Ashley Tisdale, Miley Cyrus, The Dangerous World of iCarly. So they recap a lot of like different pop culture things. Leanne Rhymes. So they go even into country, just anyone of celebrity status, they kind of like break down what they've gone through um, or something they may have done that, you know, we're kind of like resurfacing or kind of chatting about. The last one I will tell you is that last night I watched this show and I don't know why it's not on my recently watched because I watched it and it was so funny. Fuck. I can't find it. I'm sad. But it was this, like, it was like 30, 30 instances of pop culture that like changed our brain chemistry or something. And it was like a 30 minute video of just like these different clips of like pop culture things that have happened that like are forever, like a meme or something like that. Like the one of Cardi B where she's like, what is that? What is that? Like just these funny clips, right? That we, some of us, we like know immediately. Some of them I didn't know. And I'm like, oh my God, it's fucking hilarious. But it was such a like mindless laugh um, that again, I feel like getting off of my phone and like in taking a little bit more content lately that is just like funny or mindless or educational or encouraging or supporting or something of that way has been so much better um, then like scrolling my phone, et cetera. So if you find me, if you don't find me, I should say on social media, you can know I'm reading or watching dumb shit on YouTube. I swear I'm the most YouTube ticker inner ever. I watch YouTube probably more than any streaming service ever. 
and YouTube's free. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, why am I paying for all these other things? Like even Netflix, I, I wondered just yesterday, I'm like, should I like cancel Netflix? Like, why the fuck do I have Netflix right now? Like I've not used it. Um, and Netflix like is what, like $14.99 a month now? What the fuck? Same with like Disney Plus. I mean, I watch a Maddox watches a lot of Disney Plus, like when we watch movies, but half the movies on Disney Plus I could probably watch on then Hulu or like HBO Max, but I have all of them. I have HBO Max, Netflix, YouTube TV, YouTube, obviously, Disney Plus. Did I say Hulu? I don't remember. But anyway, I have all of them except pretty much for Peacock and Apple TV. I don't have those two. It's so embarrassing. So anyways, maybe next week we'll do our advice with Desby column. So I will put it down in the link in bio description notes, show notes, whatever you want. Leave me a little advice. Um, some people will pop on there and be like, Hey Des, you know, I'm pregnant. How do you get through the first trimester all the way to, Hey Des, I want to break up with my boyfriend. How do I do it? Or I want my boyfriend to propose to me. How do I do it? Or, uh, I hate my sister. How do I kill her? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Ooh, that's dark. Also, if you guys got a new hydro drug traveler, please let me know how you like it. I hope that you guys love this episode. Let me know what you think about my background. Do we want it back to the normal? Do we like me on this side? I don't know. Decisions, decisions. Hope you guys have a beautiful day and we'll chat next Sunday. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.